Brought to you by Feitner Productions. From the Beyond Unreasonable Doubt Studios, in association with Feitner Productions, it's Laying Down the Law! With your host, Billy DeClerc. Hey, that's me. Yeah, that's right, Billy. That's you. <sighs> Featuring JC, Pia Smith, and Griffin Taylor. Only a madman would dare to bring these people together to build a world of law and order, only to tear it apart with laughter. That madman is attorney Billy DeClerc. The result is a podcast blasted to the farthest reaches of the internet. That podcast is this one, and it starts right now. Welcome to Laying Down the Law, the number one law and comedy podcast on the internet, or so I've been told by myself. When I'm by myself. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome. What we do is we take real, uh, real legal cases sometimes out of law school textbooks. This one is out of a textbook that we're going to read today. Um, and we take a top improv comedy performers and we improvise a fully made up comic scene. I want to introduce my guests today. First, welcome back to the podcast from season two, a brilliant comic wit, improviser, co-creator of the legal comedy hit show, You're On Mute, a Wikipedia savant and licensed realtor, trademark all rights reserved, Mr. Jay Singh. Aloha. <laughs> Next, welcome back. A costumer, comic, improviser, actor, star of Second City Show Live Rude Girls, comedy show Law and Disorder, and she can be seen in the films Listen, Water, and Willa May, the Church Lady Vampire Slayer. Welcome the very talented Ms. Pia Smith. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be back. All right. Finally, welcome back to the podcast, an actor, writer, improviser, star of Second City Hollywood and the Groundlings, another member of You're On Mute, a sketch comedy artist, and my brother from another mother. Seriously, some people cannot tell us apart, um, except when we're standing together because he's about uh, four feet taller than I am, Mr. Griffin Taylor. Hello. Yeah, nice to be here. Yeah. Um, well, I'm thrilled to have you all on the show, but first we're going to have a word from our sponsor or sponsors. Insert advertisement here. So let's get into it. Um, let's talk about our case of the week. This week's topic is undue influence in the probate area. The idea of undue influence is when someone makes a will or a trust, you can sometimes challenge the will or trust saying that the person who uh, made the will was a uh, subject of undue influence by someone uh, that is usually a beneficiary. Um, and the classic case is a, a subsequent spouse and disinherited children. That's the, the, the most common case. This case um, is about the heir to the Johnson and Johnson for, uh, fortune, uh, Seward Johnson. And he was basically born rich into the Band-Aid fortune. Um, and and he, he was very litigious, right? That's why he was named Seward. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, no, I think maybe it's like Seward. Like he was, uh, I don't know if it was Seward or Seward, but he was a uh, very, uh, he liked boats. 
Um, he liked oceanography. He actually almost crashed his boat when he saw his soon-to-be third wife while married to his second wife um, sunbathing. So we'll get to that. Um, he did like a fourth, yeah, Lieutenant Dan. That's pretty much it. Hey, another just non sequitur. Wasn't one of the Johnsons black? Wasn't one of Johnson and Johnson? I am I is, am I wrong about that? Doesn't matter. Not that this is about race. Oh my god! But I just <laughs> this is America. Yeah, Every, we have to know this. Wikipedia. Oh, okay. I'll be doing some research. If I type in Johnson and Johnson black, am I going to just get porn? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh, God, I have to get a new computer. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever, you've got it bookmarked. There's Johnson Products. George E. Johnson Sr. from Johnson Products. Mm -hmm. It's the International Cosmetics Empire headquartered in Chicago. I don't know. That's not the same, but it's not Johnson. Johnson, A different Johnson. Okay. Different Johnson. Okay. Okay. I think that's what I'm thinking about. Okay. Okay. All right. Machine and Afro Sheen. Yes, yeah. that's what I was thinking about there the Afro Sheen. The Afro Sheen. Okay. okay, yeah. Yeah. So the no these, relation to Charlie, right? No relation to Charlie Sheen. None. Okay. Oh, no. wow. Nice. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> that's Most amazing. people are related to Charlie Sheen in some that's way. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah johnson and johnson they were they were brothers and they um had invented an adhesive tape that turned into band-aids and that turned into a multi-million dollar fortune which uh proceeded to ruin their family for generations so seward was the son of one of the johnsons and um, was born into money was wealthy his whole life um, was married three times he had four children from his first marriage and two children from his second marriage In his 70s, I believe he's 74, 76 years old, a young Polish emigre named uh, Basha came to the United States with $100 in her pocket and an art history degree. Um, Ten months later, she found herself um, being hired by uh, Seward Johnson's then wife as a cook. She Uh She was such a terrible cook that she got demoted to chambermaid. Wait, what year is this chambermaid? <laughs> <laughs> the year uh, that was in the it was in the seventies. Wow! Whoa, yeah. people had chambermaids in the seventies. Well, they weren't. I don't think they were too clear on what her title was exactly, but she became sort of a a personal attendant um, at a the PA. Yeah, the equivalent of a PA for wealthy these people that are wealthy at this level. I mean, it's just it's a different it's a different life. Yada, yada, yada. One thing leads to another. And Seward uh, puts her up in an apartment in New York and fills it with art. And and one occasion he brought his son, uh, Seward Jr., by to show show him this apartment where he had, he kept Basha. Eventually, um, he uh, got a divorce, settled with his second wife for $20 million, and a week later married Basha. None of the children were invited. None of his six children were invited to the marriage. This legal battle starts in the 80s um, when after he dies, he completely disinherits all six of his children and leaves everything to Basha, about uh, $500 million. Do we know why they never had children? Why Basha and, uh, and Seward never had children? Yeah. 
Uh, I think they were too busy scuba diving and buy, traveling internationally buying art. Okay. So we're, um, okay. I, I don't know. You know, he, he was 70 something. She was 34. Oh. Yeah. Younger than um, m- most of his children. You go, girl. Yeah. In I'm fact, sorry. I'll show you guys because <laughs> this is a visual medium, but that's a picture of Seward and Basha on vacation in the Bahamas. Okay. Pull back like- a little bit. I know. I feel like James Joyce. <laughs> okay, that's okay. The podcast listeners can't hear either. <laughs> I'm gonna. Um, I'll look. I'll look it up myself. Yeah. I want to see. Ref, yeah. Um. Here, I'll try. Try again. Can you see? Blurry ref. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's topless. No, she's wearing. Uh, she's not. It looks topless from this resolution. It looks like she's topless. It's. It's not much of a bikini, but it's a bikini. And um, listeners can't don't see this, but Billy is he fogged out all of his backgrounds. Who knows what kind of pictures he has <laughs> up in the background? <laughs> Every time someone fogs their bathroom, their background, okay. you can't help but just. Uh, oh yeah, you want to see all of my? You want to see all the pictures of my wife and kid? Yeah, and, sure. and it's like and when people put when people uh-huh. put tape over their self viewing camera on their laptop. What are they afraid of? Wait a second. <laughs> Have you what been you looking? Can you see that? It's blurred uh, out. It's your camera's <laughs> automatically censoring whatever you're looking at. Oh, my other <laughs> the camera that's built into my laptop also has tape over it. So. Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. And then when I'm not on Zoom, I um I turn I turn my camera around. I'm very I saw the Edward Snowden movie, okay? Yeah. I mean, I have things that the Russians would be interested in knowing. <laughs> I mean, the they're, they're very interested in all my uh you know i have no idea my comedy actually we do uh, you know laying down the law does perform very well in the ukraine um it's got it's one of the higher rated comedy podcasts because um are you being serious no i am serious it's one of the higher it's it's where my it's the number one performing country in the world of laying down the law it's like oh my god we should we should be speaking directly to them well we are you know it was it was actually your performance pia that's largely responsible for that stop Uh, it yeah no uh, the reenactment of the call with uh president Zelensky from season one oh my god my head is swelling it's yes. not even going to fit in this frame. No, I mean oh. there there are genuine there are genuine fans that are like, oh, Pia uh, is back. She is back on the show. My God, we got to go and do a live tour. Exactly, the live laying down law tour of the Ukraine. The Ukraine. You right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. All right. All right. So Basha was a, she was an art history major from Poland. She came to the United States at age of 34 with $100 in her pocket. 10 months later was hired by Seward Johnson's wife. Uh, Then uh, shortly thereafter became Seward Johnson's third wife. And um, they proceeded for the next 12 years to travel the world together, scuba dive by art, you know, do the things that wealthy people do. Seward Johnson had a basically a personal lawyer from a top law firm in New York, and he was assigned a young associate by the name of Nina Zagat. Nina Zagat is probably better known for her work with her husband, writing the Zagat Dining Guides, which okay. they had started uh, when hear they were- Hear that, hey? Yeah. They, they started that when they were in Paris as law students, and they, they started collecting reviews, and then they're New York lawyers, and they- were you know would eat out and then they would collect these commentary and it turned into this 
side business that they were doing. So, so Nina Zakat was basically the personal go-to lawyer for Seward. Um, you know, she would write his checks for him, kind of manage his accounts. If they were going to buy art, she would negotiate the art price, like basically a, a you know, a consigliere to him and, and, and would win around the world. She was kind of mysterious in the law firm in this group that was focused on these ultra high net worth people. Um, and they would just basically get assigned to somebody. And it was very discreet because she was much closer in age to Basha and went everywhere with them, I guess they actually became kind of friends. So in the litigation, the issue of, of how close of friends they were became kind of a, uh, a contentious issue. So Nina got passed over for partner after eight or 10 years at the law firm. And I believe she had she had been Seward Johnson Seward Johnson's lawyer before Bashik even came into the picture, but she had a couple of kids at home. She had another interest. She's writing this dining guide, and basically wasn't made partner at her law firm. So Seward Johnson six months later changed his will, and he was he changed his will all the time. He was you know that's what wealthy people do. They oh the tax law changed. I'm going to change my will again. Um, so one of the ways he changed his will was he gave. He, he had three trustees on his will, or three executors, and under New York law, you can do it by a percentage instead of by a, by a fee. And so he set the, um, the, the New York statute percentage, which was 2%, meaning that the three executors, uh, Nina Zagat, his son, Sue, uh, Seward Jr., and Basia, each got $6 million executor fees um, after he died. Um, so that's like a, that was a huge reward for somebody who was, you know, oh, I, no. yeah. So, so, so that was a, an, an, an issue in the, um, in the, um, litigation. Um, the other, uh, the other issue was that he had completely disinherited all six of his children. Um, so this, um, Mm-hmm. Did someone else do this? Didn't uh, Warren Buffett do this? Or he, Warren Buffett limited, like all his kids are getting pretty much like six figures at most. Mm-hmm. And he said, they can earn their way. And then he's given the rest to charity or something, isn't it? Yeah. He's, yeah, he's giving it to the, I believe the Gates Foundation. Oh, really? I think <laughs> so. Bill Gates? Yeah. He needs the money. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That's like, that's yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're very underfunded. The case yeah. He's given to the country of Monaco. Yeah, well, <laughs> Monaco, the richest yes. country in the world. Well, uh, sort of yeah. like, yeah, oh, sort of God. like um, Warren Buffett. Uh, Seward's thinking was he 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 wasn't particularly close with his children, and his children weren't particularly close with him. Um, possibly because he was more interested. He had just got learned out of his well. My my law school my law school textbook refers to him as a Randy septuagenarian, which um, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yes, um, I love that the like a pen name. <laughs> Randy septuagenarian. Uh, <laughs> Sincerely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Just like romance novels. Right, right. <laughs> but that's power when you can be defined as that as yeah. opposed to what you really are, which is a, a dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a Randy Septuagenarian. Yeah, exactly. Well, his kids had been given plenty of money over the years, it was his figuring. And he they had given him Johnson and Johnson stock to the tune of like a hundred 
100 million dollars plus um, oh, in the yeah. 80s which is quite a lot of money so he figured they already had all these money and all this money in trust funds and some of the kids hadn't been able to live just off of the allowance that that stock spun off for them like they had invaded the trust funds because they were just like that right. they you know they they like to spend money on things and I, the, there's a book written about this that goes into a lot of detail about all the different kids and the different things that they did that were crazy um and um so he figured and this had been the case for many of his wills for years he had taken them out years before he died um but in his last will it was about 30 days before he died of he had cancer and um um he had updated the will um to also remove a gift to a nonprofit that he started in Florida that was uh, dedicated to oceanography um so he had he had had a um he had had um money in the will for this um nonprofit foundation um and he took that out gave more to gave the rest to Basia um so um, and then they had different gifts to a bunch of servants, five, $10,000 to all these different servants that Basha had answer, hired over the years. Wait, how often was he editing his will? Frequently. I mean, to make, to basically the way, uh, the way this, the, the, um, stories, basically every time the law would change or he, he would get mad at somebody and he'd update his will or, or, you know, it was just, it was kind of a, that was one of his you know, other than boating and scuba diving and buying expensive art and, um, you know, um, philandering, um, you know, updating his will was kind of like the next thing on the list. Um, philandering is very close to philanthropy. Yeah. It's, right. Yeah. It's it, true. It keeps on getting fine line between the two. Yeah. I like the idea. I like the idea of him using uh, updating his will, like him just having a like a Google Doc that he edits all the time <laughs> just like every small stupid little infraction right. you know, opening up the google doc yeah i'm updating my way exactly like yeah, every time he has a conversation with his kids he's like hey just so you know i've got the google doc opened so how uh -huh. was your day francis <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm just telling yeah. you to live long enough to, to find out on wikipedia mm-hmm editing that all day. I, that was pretty much that would have probably kept him in his second marriage because it's quite it's quite consuming to update wikipedia yeah. <laughs> keep, keep, keep him really busy um in his last few months you know it became clear he was terminal and the kids came back to visit him a lot um in the last five months before he died um, and uh, he didn't put them back in after he died um the kids filed a lawsuit um, in probate court in New York, claiming that he had been subjected to undue influence at the hands of Basha and Nina Zagat, that they had basically persuaded this enfeebled old man to change his will on his deathbed when he was too weak and, and was being misguided. And um, it was a very splashy trial. It was, a, it was in the newspapers. It was the talk of the, the New York legal community. There were 30,000 pages of depositions. The trial lasted six months. There, there's some um, belief that the judge was actually kind of hinting that she wanted a bribe. She 
kept making rulings in favor of the kids and against Basha. Basha was basically portrayed as this holy terror, screaming psychopath. Um, like everything, like they would tell, you know, the kids would say these stories about how she would, was terrorizing their father and would like scream at him and make him do things and like, like called him stupid. And like, like they portrayed her as this, just this, this like insane controlling woman. Maybe she was, I don't know. Um, and that, that basically she and Nina Zagat had, had, had conspired and colluded to enrich themselves um, at the expense of the kids. He, here's the thing. Under New York law, if the last will had been set aside, then the prior will would have gone into effect. And the only real difference, as far as the kids were concerned, between the last will and the prior will was that the nonprofit would have gotten like $20, $20 million more. And so the nonprofit was also represented by a big New York law firm. And they were they were uh, kind of hoping to get it set aside too. Um, so, but it wouldn't have done I'm them sorry. any good. Yeah. Right. So even if, even if the prior will was reinstated was the will yeah. that went into effect the kids still wouldn't have gotten anything right they would have had to go back i think five, like five or six years or something like that and wills uh, and all of the the prior wills it was clear that you know, he wasn't sick he wasn't like he was just right, right. he was huh. just a dick so um can i, as, can I just <laughs> say not to critique your profession billy mm, but no please do legal, <laughs> the legal field seems, seems like such a waste of paper Oh yes. Like all hey, these Bernie. lawsuits and all these like everyone needs copies of the same shit. And it's just like no one reads these huge contracts that are hundreds of pages, thousands mm -hmm. maybe. I like, know. just think of like the people printing off these things and like just how many trees, how many, you know, how much of the rainforest in the Amazon is is the, yeah, destroyed the by legal cases every year <laughs> by some guy changing his will to spite his kids. Right, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, is, just, it, is a lot of it digital now as opposed to like physical paper? Um, it is a lot. It's moving to be um, more digital. I I maintain a paperless office to the extent I can. Um, oh. So so because um, I don't like dealing with paper because I don't read it either. To be very frank, oh. <laughs> anyone who's looking for legal services, you heard it here first. Yep. <laughs> Even the stuff I write, I'm just like with my eyes closed. I'm just typing. It's like you know the the ten thousand monkeys on a typewriter. I'm like I'm billing by the hour. Who cares? It takes me ten thousand hours. It's fine. <laughs> okay, so the first law firm to announce their carbon neutral is yeah. I like it. Um, yeah, so so it was pretty pretty interesting. Um, a six month trial, um, a lot of testimony about how the kids were jerks, how um, Basha was a jerk, how Nina Zagat was a uh, preying on uh, this opportunity that she was that she was somehow manipulating things, and she had actually testified that she advised um, Seward. He he said, um, you know. Um, he asked her, you know, what can I do to make sure that um, there's no litigation after I die? And she said, oh, this is airtight. It's not going to be a problem. Um, you know, he, <laughs> which is kind of like naive on her part, but, um, but yeah, she, they thought because it was, um, you know, they, he got, they got a doctor's note at the time that he was of sound mind. Um, but it was kind of a perfunctory thing. And, um, he he wanted to write a letter basically explaining why he was doing it. And she said she uh, testified that she had told him that would just lead to more litigation. Or he said that he thought it would just lead to more litigation if he wrote a letter about his intentions. So it was 
that is essentially the litigation. Anyone want to guess what happened? It, it did go to the jury. Guesses on how it, how it played out? Very respectful. Uh, P is yeah, raising her hand. Yeah. Basha got the money and she married like a 24 year old uh, servant. And they went <laughs> back to back wherever to she was from, the Balkans. Poland? Yeah. <laughs> You're all wrong. It settled while the jury had the case. After they, they gave the case to the jury, Basha essentially caved in and gave the, each of the, gave the kids 12% of um which so it's like multi-million dollars she also paid the legal fees for both sides to the tune of about 20 million dollars oh. wow uh-huh and the gifts to nina zagat and uh ended up standing so she nina zagat ended up doing that and she got all the, all the art and all the houses and everything and ended up continuing to build this palatial mansion that is now a pga golf course in new york i think and that's the end of the story. And Nina Zagat went on to do restaurant guides. I don't think she went back to the practice of law after getting $6 million. Yeah. Wow. All this can be, uh, if you're interested, there's a book called Undue Influence, the Epic Battle for Johnson & Johnson's Fortune. It, it's, it's inaccurate because it wasn't for Johnson & Johnson's Fortune. It was only for Johnson's Fortune. Johnson's fortune. It's a really, really... Judge a book by its cover? Uh-huh. So it's, it should be the epic battle for one half of Johnson's Fortune. 1993 oh. by David Margolik. Wow. So any, I, I mean, so it, I guess things looked bad for her, which is why she settled or did she settle because she actually had a heart and wanted the kids to have the money? Do we know? Uh, I think she settled because things were looking pretty bad. Um, the, the book kind of plays it uh, or describes it that the lawyers for the kids were exceptionally aggressive. Um, they, they had a lot of questionable tactics. They portrayed her as a you know, as really a horrible person. And then they got all these rulings from the judge that were in, it, like she lost every ruling in front of the judge. Like the, the judge was very biased. They thought uh, it was the kind of the, the take on it. Um, very biased against Basha. Um, and interestingly, um, you know, the, the, the way the, the probate court system in the state of New York worked at the time um, was that, if you're a if you're a judge and it was called in the court of surrogates, um, you the way you'd get challenged is something would go up to the court of appeal, but none of the court of appeal judges would really challenge somebody below because the way you made money if you were on the court of appeal was you got hired as a private referee or a guardian or you know a, a an administrator of someone's estate and you collect fees that way, and so you didn't want to piss off any of the judges below by ruling against them because then you'd be hurting your own chances to get appointed for one of these plum gigs um, for these wealthy uh, you know probate cases. So um, so it was pretty good sign that the judge was very biased against Basha and she was probably going to lose. Um, and so that's why she cut a deal that was so bad for her. Um, and the other thing too, that's interesting about the case, uh, another interesting aspect is that during his lifetime, um, Seward Johnson was, was heavily um, guided to make sure that Florida was his domicile. 
um, for a whole bunch of reasons relating to tax and estate taxes and stuff. He, he didn't want his estate to be taxed as most rich people don't. Um, and so Florida had very friendly laws. So he made sure that he had a house in Florida, that he voted in Florida, that he lived in Florida enough at the time. Um, but then when they went to probate his will, uh, they probated it in New York, which is the reason why Nina Zagat, the executor, was able to get the New York statutory probate fee of close to $6 million. So um, so that is kind of questionable in itself, too. It might have been a different outcome if they had probated the will in Florida. Wait, so it's called a fee, but it's really their inheritance or it's like what they get in the will? The so um, so an executor administrator of a of an estate it's you know it's the job of dividing up the assets after someone dies right um, and so that job comes with a fee in any in any kind of probate or trustee case um, and the fees can be quite large um, if someone is going to be a uh, they can they can be reasonable they can be large sometimes they're set by the court sometimes they're set by the this terms of the estate plan, but that's actually a job that you have to do. You have to figure out, you know, um, you know, who gets checks, who, what bills need to get paid off, what, um, what needs to happen to property that the person owned, you know, who's going to get the boat, are they going to sell it? Um, who's going to get the house in New York? Who's going to get the house in Florida? How do you determine the value? All that work isn't done by the court. That's done by the trustee or the administrator. Um, and that person gets paid a fee. Um, and it can be set in a, a variety of different ways. In this case, New York had a statute that said there can be a statutory fee that's a percentage of the value of the estate which is much more money than, uh, than it would have been paid. Um, and, and Nina Zagat was paid fees while she was working for um, Seward during his life. So it wasn't like it was working for free and then you get this bonus at the end or something, you know, afterwards it was, mm -hmm. but, um, but that basically the, the, the testimony of the evidence was that he felt like she had been, uh, not treated right by his law firm, by her law firm, and that she ought to get something from his estate. So he wanted her to have the money. So who knows if that was true or self-serving or, um, but that was what the evidence was. Do you know, just off the top of your head, what percentage of people have wills? Um, I don't know the percentage, but it's not enough because 100% of everybody dies. Uh -huh. Wait, 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 what? Feel so, like backed up. Yeah, 100% of everybody dies, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's true. That's yeah, I don't think true. you have your You're facts to that. It's true. Yeah. Qualified it's to make true. No, it's true. It's true. I've I've extensively wait. researched this on Wikipedia and what was that other one? Uh, Sportsnet.com. WebMD.org. <laughs> Does everyone die? Everyone. Um, so I don't know. Wait, it's, so what? it's a low percentage. What happens when someone doesn't have a will? Okay, I know Cal. This, so under California law, um, um, you there are sort of three boxes you can fall into. One is if you have a trust. One is if you have a will, and one is if you are what's called intestate, uh, which means you don't have a will or a trust. So if you if you die intestate, then it goes to probate court, um, and probate court um, will um, assign an administrator 
of your estate and that person will be responsible for disposing of your assets, paying off any debts. Um, and then your assets are um, divided up according to a statutory scheme that, that basically says um, it, there's a rule, it's called the rules of intestate succession. So it like goes to a spouse first, and then it goes to your own kids first. And there's a, um, a table called the table of consanguinity. I would like you to slowly pronounce the word consanguinity. You said it perfect. Did I? <laughs> you did. I gave this to my dad in law school because he would always talk about like, who's my cousin once removed, my cousin twice removed. So it's all, it's arrows and like family relationships. Yeah. It looks like a pyramid scheme. It is. Yeah. Family so, is that. So you have <laughs> first, it, first it goes to your children and your parents. If you don't have a spouse, then your grandchildren and your grandparents and your um, uh, brothers and sisters. That's the second degree of consanguinity. The third degree of consanguinity is your aunts and uncles, your nieces and nephews, and your great grandchildren. So it goes up and it goes up and down and across. Um, is there is there such thing as like a spite will? Like yeah. if you have a lot of debt or like if you have like a lot of beanie babies or something yeah, and you just want to like, you have a lot of figurines and you know someone hated them and you always resented them for their hatred of your figurines. <laughs> People do all kinds of crazy stuff in their will. And some, you know, a lot of times they cause a lot of pain to the people they leave behind, like the people that they leave out of their will for uh, not, yeah. not really a clear reason <laughs> or, or, you know, like, there, why did you, like, why did you, like, why did you give all your money to, to, you know, this sibling and not that sibling. And that's what caught, I, it, that's really what causes a lot of these undue influences or will challenges. Um, because someone's like, why did I get cut out? I don't understand. And uh, also greed. Greed. Yeah. Well, and, and so practitioners, this is a problem you deal with because the person who made the decision isn't around to say why. Right. So, so Ouija um, board, Ouija board. Exactly. Are Ouija so, boards, are those, <laughs> legally, they hold water. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. <laughs> Can you call uh, it? Oh, here's a, a question. Do they sometimes like leave a note in the will? Like, and the reason you're not in this shit, Jeremy, <laughs> is because yeah. on June 12th, 19, you know, is there, is there a lot of that? Sometimes there is that sort of thing. Sometimes um, what people will do is um, they will do a video. Um, oh my God. Like, like a Whoa. video explanation of their will. Like good, bad, or indifferent. Um, right, right, right. But, but, but like, you know, I've left you this, I've left you that. And part of that is for the evidence that it's not undue influence, that the person is of right. sound mind, um, that they are, you know, that they, um, you know, are in possession of their faculties when they're making the decision. Um, so it's partly evidentiary and partly, I think, you know, there's a human impulse. If you feel like somebody, some, if you've been wronged, then you're more likely to run to court. But if you understand the reason why something happened, then, you know, as a practical matter, maybe you're not. And if there's video proof of the person saying, mm -hmm. no, I'm not wrong. This you is, don't yeah. get the money. Yeah, yeah. I meant it. Yeah, I meant it. Um, Billy, you can help me a make mistake. a TikTok will. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. How, What's how legally long? Binding? Yeah, how, like how long? Is... While explaining how I'm a, I am of sound mind. Exactly. <laughs> and all these comments coming up on the side. 
Yeah. <laughs> totally. This reminds yeah. me more than anything of, of Anna Nicole Smith. It's, yeah. it is similar to that. Well, which, well, there were two layers to that, right? Because such a sweet love story. Because, you <laughs> yeah. know, the old guy. I'm thinking of the love story, definitely. But then she died like not long after he did. Oh, that, I, I, that's right. I forgot. And so her. Trim spa, baby. I blame Trim spa. Her, um, yeah, I think so. Her, her yeah, will contest went to the United States Supreme Court. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Holy wow. Shit. Yeah. Anna Nicole Smith's, I don't remember why, but it went all the way to the Supreme Court. Um, and there was a lawyer named Howard Stern on that case, wasn't there? Right. I think you're right. Who was married yeah. to her. Yeah. Um, I, um, I, because I, I remember that <laughs> they made him make a video, like her and like somebody, some dude, some other person who was, you know, jockeying for the money but do you remember that like they made a video of him saying i am of sound mind and i want but he looked crazy in the video like it <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, yeah it exactly. was not of sound mind yeah the video doesn't always work well the other thing that that works and that might have worked in the seward johnson case to be very honest um is a no contest clause um and so a no contest clause is a a lawyer workaround um, to prevent people from filing a will contest. So what you do is you put in the will a clause that says, I'm giving you this much money, but if you challenge this will, you get nothing. nothing." Wow. So it raises the stakes. So you're like, so it makes it like a a different kind of a bet if you're thinking about challenging the will, because it's like, if you're not getting anything, you've got nothing to lose by filing the will contest. If you've got something to lose, because if you, if you, you know, let's say there's a million dollars in there for you, if each of the kids had a million dollars gift that if there was a no contest clause, they might not have challenged the will for a hundred million dollars figuring, well, you know, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to put a million dollars on the line to potentially, you know, to potentially lose that. I am so glad I was born a pauper. Well, you know, (laughs) when I think of all of this nonsense I could be going through, I just, you know, it's easier. (laughs) Yeah, I actually, um, when I was preparing, uh, I can't find it right now, but there was a quote, one of the grandchildren of Seward Johnson um, was quoted as saying, if we hadn't have had so much money, maybe we would have been a better family. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, wow. Tugs at your heartstrings. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to feel bad, but you know, it does feel good. I'm like, well, then I don't need to be rich then. I guess that's that's where it's where we end up. But, uh, but I do think it messes people up. I do think that kind of that level of money just, it just messes people up. Yeah. There's a, a, a funny movie called, I saw it a while ago, but I was surprisingly like enjoyed it called greed with, uh, Michael J. Fox. I haven't seen it for a really long time, but it's about all of this stuff. It's about like this entire family. Oh, Kirk Douglas plays like the old guy who's dying uh-huh. and his entire family is fighting over his, his will and stuff like that. And I remember it being like a pretty good movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyways, I haven't seen it for a long time, but yeah, look it up listener. Yeah. Recommendation. Only has- In Ukraine. <laughs> In Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. And you if can you relate can, to this. And if you can download it from, Declerkmoviecommentary.com. 
and just you just watch the ad first. That would be great. Just behind the paywall, because you know we need to make a few bucks off of it. <laughs> great. <laughs> so I was going to say the intestate uh, portion of the conversation actually comes up in real estate quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Having a probate sale is not the ideal situation of selling a home. Uh, it can add more complications. And I'm an, as an agent, I'm not a lawyer, but I'm sure you can speak to this. Having a will and testament in place can actually make things easier, especially when it comes to the dispersing of your property and your effects after, uh, after death. Right. I mean, usually if it's a probate court sale, you have to get, there's court approval in California, you have to get court approval for the sale. Mm -hmm. And it ends up being kind of an auction procedure, which doesn't really get you highest and best value on the property. Um, Typically there are investors who specialize in probate sales because they can usually get them well below what the value is, which doesn't maximize the amount that goes to the heirs. So if you own real property, you want to have a trust in effect, because then the trustee can orderly dispose of the property. The trustee's got a responsibility to um, to actually um, get reasonable appraisals and get you know kind of get best value for it and can put it on the market for an appropriate length of time. Decide how long you're going to continue to carry the mortgage before you um, before you sell it or if you're going to rent it out for a time or whatever. They can make all those decisions. But if it's in probate court, you know nobody's going to be paying the mortgage. Um, you know, that's just coming, it's, it's kind of going to be upside down. And the, so there's a ticking clock, right? And usually you're behind the eight ball by the time someone who's grieving is trying to also sell property. It's like, it's not a, it's not an ideal situation. So wills have to be probated in court. A trust does not. Um, and so that's the advantage of a trust, um, in that, you can kind of set out the rules and then it's managed out of court by a trustee. It's supervised by the probate court um, in a sense. So if there is a trust contest or a trust litigation, that happens in court. Um, the will is filed. And then if there's something that's not in the trust that's like been forgotten, like you, you, you know, you, you made your, your trust in 1994 and you bought a new property in 2003, but you forgot to update your trust. The will can basically say, this is supposed to be added to the trust. You go to court and you get that added to the trust um, and you get it basically adjusted after the fact. But um, I have a question. What about just like literally like handwritten notes like oh my god i don't feel well and then you just sit down and write down on a piece of paper blah 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 and get it notarized how how legal is that that's legal that's called they're called a holographic will i don't know why they call it a holographic will but it's because holographic is a fancy old term for handwritten but um i i don't remember the rules i think you need two witnesses um for it to be of effect as a will theoretically if you quickly wrote a will and you had it witnessed, I think by two people, then that would be a valid will that could get probated. So if I'm going to die soon and I write, a, I write down my um, wishes, but I don't get a witness, that would be evidence in court of what my intent was. It might not be a valid will because I might not have complied with the, all the statutory requirements, having two witnesses, having it notarized, dealing with all the property. So it might be incomplete or imperfect, but it shows if, if that's the evidence, then there can be questions that can be multiple wills or competing wills and which one's the last one. Yeah. Um, or there can be what's when you add, a, add on to a will is called a codicil, um, like, an, like an addition or amendment. Um, it sounds like a weird growth. 
Like yeah. Caught a well, five. all the wills and trust <laughs> language, it's all super old, like Middle, middle English stuff. stuff. Yeah, it's all from yeah. like old Middle English. Like it's this is very, very because people have been dying for like a really long time. Right, right. And that doesn't change. Good, but I did notice the codicil on your intestate. Really? But don't tell me how. <laughs> I don't want to tell how I know. We'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So, so definitionally, I use the word testator and decedent. Decedent means a person who's died. And testator, it's the same person, but it's, it's a different word talking about the person who is expressing their intent for what they want their property to become. So if it's in testate, it means without being having an intent okay okay all right, yeah. all right. I, I think that's the what best about, thing to do yeah <laughs> what about richard the third my kingdom for a horse is that a legally binding oral contract yes that the answer is yes um the issue though is it wasn't a it wasn't ever performed because he offered his entire kingdom for a horse but i think no he didn't get it so okay. you know you know had he gotten the horse then suddenly you're like, you know, here's my horse and I'll take your kingdom. Thank you. Be. Okay. So his descendants would be able to contest that. Well, um, actually, and you know what? I'm going to get really nerdy. If there's any lawyer that's listening to this, um, such a contract would not comply with the statute of frauds because the kingdom involves property and a property contract must be in writing to comply with the statute of frauds. <laughs> That is the <laughs> dorkiest joke ever. I'm so sorry. Oh my god! You should teach a Shakespeare class. I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> statute of frauds. Yeah. So so uh, so Richard the Third's contract offering his kingdom for a horse would not be valid as an oral contract. It would have to be in writing because the kingdom involves property and otherwise and therefore would not comply with the statute of frauds, which I do believe was in effect. And the time King Richard in England at the time. Not that I'm an expert on um, medieval English common law. But. <laughs> I mean, you know, but realtors are because California real estate law is mostly derived from medieval English uh, yeah. property law. That's true. No That's true. You have all like, like if 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 you're out there and you're listening to this podcast because you're thinking about becoming a law student, first, don't. Second, study Latin. Yes. <laughs> because there's an awful lot of Latin in the law or become Catholic because there's an awful lot of Latin in Catholicism, which is then preparation yeah. for the, yeah. Um, uh, I was going to add another wrinkle to this and it's, it's weird. Serendipitous that like this, the case was about Johnson and Johnson because uh -huh. I was listening to, I think it was NPR today and they talked about how Johnson and Johnson's being sued for their talcum powder uh -huh. that is causing ovarian cancer. Uh -huh. That's been going and on for years, that right? Like, yeah, but they were saying that like, there's no end to these lawsuits. It's gonna be happening for decades, more and more like, uh, I, I don't know what it's called, but like people, you know, suing Johnson and Johnson are gonna come through. And that something like this can like dismember a company or like even the strongest company, like Johnson and Johnson is like, a, they said it was like a triple A rated company or something. I forget what the term was. I was working while I was listening to it. So it's only getting pieces. But even something like this could could destroy a company and could like bankrupt a company. Yeah. So right. And then they're shitty. Um, what are those things we're all getting? The immune the uh, what's the shot? Vaccinations. Yeah. Don't they have like people are getting blood clots and shit? So pardon yeah. me for swearing, but 
yeah. I understand that there's their uh, vaccination is not the highest quality. Yeah, but yeah. you can get a Band-Aid for that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, back the to the sell. basics. Yeah. But, um, All about selling bandages. Yeah, we were talking about, um, we got into on Monday, uh, Griffin, if you'd been there. Sorry, we got talking about I didn't know what was happening. I, I didn't get an email or anything. I swear to God, oh, man. I'm off this email chain or something. I did oh, not know what was happening. Oh, that was deliberate. I'm so sorry. Jeez. <laughs> I let that slip. Um, <laughs> No, because bankrupt because I think that part of Jans- Johnson Johnson Company responsible for the talcum powder, uh, cancer powder, is in yeah, bankruptcy. <laughs> is in bankruptcy. Oh, um, uh, really? Yeah, because when when it's that level of liability, you have to go to bankruptcy court to kind of deal with the, uh, you know, orderly disposition of claims. Because there's more, there's more, the claims are worth more than the company has. Wow. Wow. But it's just a section of the company. I think that's the, I think that's part of the issue. I don't know. I'm not a bankruptcy lawyer. That's super common. I'm also not a wills and trusts lawyer. Um, uh, uh, I'll put, I could maybe put like a, a link in the show notes to someone who's like, you know what, after listening to this podcast, I better update my will. Actually, you know what, call me. I'll take a referral fee. Aren't you a Shakespearean lawyer? I am. I am. I am. Tough racket. Yeah. How's the market for Shakespearean lawyers? Well, you know, it's a it's a risky profession because Shakespeare said the first thing we do is we kill all the lawyers, is what he said. So. <laughs> Hospital administrator. Yeah. Yeah, you got to have security in mm-hmm. your uh, all the time meetings. All the sure. time. Luckily, you know, the Shakespearean actors only have fake swords. So it's, you know, they, <laughs> at most I get splinters in my arm. It's okay. Oh, if you get a skilled one, you, this yeah. could be yeah. more dangerous. Could be <laughs> the Shakespearean law firm. Uh, I don't know if it's too soon to ask this, but are any of us in your will, Billy? I, I don't have one. And oh. is your will called a oh my a god billy, not a will? What? Yeah. I don't have one. I don't have. Can one. you call your will a billy? I think <laughs> that <laughs> is so fucking funny. I think I might. I think I will. How can you not have a will? Oh my god! I just I don't, don't have a will. I have a bill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, yeah. It's a more adult version of a will. <laughs> I don't know. Feel pretentious about it. I guess, yeah. I mean, I started working on it twice and um, I guess I just decided I'd prefer not to die. So that's what I'm going to do. That really doesn't affect uh, whether or not you die, the fact that you don't want to. So I, I think we should all set a goal here on this, uh, on this Zoom uh-huh. right here on January 7th or whatever it is. Let's 1914. all, at the very least, write something down on a piece of paper and have it notarized. Mm-hmm. or wait did we learn that that's okay that that's at uh, least sufficient that's a start or that's you can get like download one from like nolo.com and fill in the blanks or i'm i'm real quick i'm gonna just be making a video while we're doing this just oh, saying perfect. i want yeah. i want all of my architectural digest magazines to go to <laughs> my aunt, aunt yeah yeah so all right well um any other uh, thoughts about um, undue influence, wills and trusts, or bankruptcy, which I know nothing about? 
I do I thought, sort of have a question about undue influence. I mean, how do you really prove? I mean, this could go on forever. I don't know how you would even answer this, but even if I am crazy and somebody unduly influences me, I can be unduly influenced if I want. You know what I mean? Like, so where do you even, how do you prove that? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good, that's a good question. So there, there are, a, there's a legal test for undue influence. I don't know it offhand, but it's, it's essentially that the, um, the person who's benefiting, um, caused the testator we now know what a testator is to to do something that didn't reflect what their true intention was because they weren't of sound mind at the time or they were somehow controlled or coerced into doing something that they didn't want to do and how do you it's the way you prove that it's extremely difficult obviously because the person's not there to say what they wanted and so you have to look to pieces of evidence as to what they were writing um you know there there's some presumptions involved um you know, if it's going to like the situation, if you think of someone who, um, you know, their will or their trust all along gave everything to their spouse and their kids, and then they get really sick. And then 30 days before they die, everything goes to their caretaker. That's, you know, that's gonna, that's gonna be fishy. Right. And they were bludgeoned to death with the. Yeah. That's also going to be fishy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so there's gotta be some, some facts and some evidence, and then it becomes, you know, it's a, it's a trial. So you have to, pers- it, someone has to be right. persuaded. Um, in the case of the, the, um, the Johnson will, we were talking about, that's a jury trial. So there's six jurors that we're going to decide. Right. Got it. Um, so, six, and. I, that's yeah. something that confused me. Why are juries always an even number of people? Like, don't you want a tiebreaker on a jury? Am I naive that's about That's a good this? question. Like, no, that's a good question. Like 12, 12 jurors, six jurors. Don't you want an odd number? I think not. I think you don't want a tiebreaker. Because then it's not yeah. really... Uh, you, I think the idea is that might really give unanimous. too much power to one person. Yeah. You, have your, you know uh, what I'm saying? I mean, maybe I'm just naive of how lawsuits work and things. But like, if it's six to five, you know... Then it's a certain ruling. Mm-hmm. To, I don't know. It's unanimous and stuff, or it's. I'm not sure what all the rules. I don't know the reason I, for I've it. I think played. it's a. I think it's really a, a matter of tradition. But um, so I don't know what the the reason. I'm sure there's a lot of interesting law review articles about that question that I haven't ever read. But um, but you know, if you think about uh, the U.S. Senate right now, you have a lot of power in the hands of one or two people. Um, because it's evenly divided and one person could be a tiebreaker. So um, the person that could be the tiebreaker um, might have an undue influence on the decision. So all the decisions are unanimous with the jury. Everyone has to agree. Or is that just for certain? No. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say something wrong if I say the answer, but not all, not all juries need to be unanimous. No, really? No. Um, on TV, they do. On TV, they do. And, <laughs> and that's where law happens. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't know. that. I probably should know the answer to that, but I don't. So. Wow. This has been very provocative. Pretty interesting. 
I learned that everybody dies tonight. Yeah. And that's going to take me a while to digest. <laughs> this is a pretty eye-opening podcast. Yeah. <laughs> every time we do... Uh, the, uh, every time we do the improv and, and, and Griffin has his clock ticking, I'm like, that's just a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> I took the battery out before we started. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Cause it's just like tick, 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 tick. Mm-hmm. And um, on the hour it says death. <laughs> <laughs> Are you dead? Is Bosch yeah. still alive? Did we do, do we know about that? And she is not. She is not. Um, I think um, what it happened? Makes a very happened interesting uh, docu series. Her money went to. Um, I her money went to. I think her like twenty four year old lover. No, like a nephew in Poland. Oh, something. oh, a nephew. Right. Yeah. Who is this? Basha. Oh, Basha. Oh. Yeah. The chambermaid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The art history maid. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, as of October 1998, Basha was worth $1.7 billion. Oh, my God. Yeah. And the Holy job- fuck. And the Johnson children at the same time were worth about $1.8 billion. Okay. Ooh. Yes, everyone won. That's okay. Yep. I'd be raw if I was a kid. I'd be a little mm-hmm. raw about that. That Basha got as much money as you? Almost twice. Yeah. Her wiki says that her name is Barbara Basha. But Basha's in quotes. Yeah, Barbara's her like name. Barbara should be in, Barbara should be in quotes. No, no, Barbara's her name. Basha was her nickname. She's Polish and her name is Barbara. <laughs> well, I think the correct pronunciation is Barbara. Yeah, I'm learning so much tonight. I know. You can be Barbara. 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 Oh my Barbara. god! Barbara A billion dollars. I mean, can you just imagine? That's in 1998 money, <laughs> right? I'm just trying to imagine, like, you know, I'm young and I'm like, okay, I think I'm just going to, like, not even make international. I'm going to go live in New York, do an internship. Because I did that when I was a young girl. But you know what I mean? And then you just end up, oh, shit, I guess I have to take this shitty job being a whatever to that lady. And then you end up just, like, willy-nilly having an affair with some, like, 90-year-old dude and ending up. Oh, he was only in his 70s. I mean, okay. <laughs> okay. He was only twice her. He was only more than twice her age. I mean, you know. Which I mean, you know, it, it makes me um it makes me more inspired to to hang out with people who could possibly put me in that position. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I wonder, do you know anything about uh uh what's his face? I'm blanking on that. Um, Hugh Hefner, because he yeah. had four wives or something, right? I mean, that was that whole TV show. Were they his wives? And then he had kids too. I don't know. I don't think. I. Th- I mean, I think he had wives one at a time, though. Are you suggesting that he was a polygamist? Well, he was a polygamist. <laughs> oh, dare! Well, you. at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Hugh definitely. Hefner. 
if he could have been for sure but he was broke though yeah. right he didn't have any real money you have her three wives and yeah five partners at the end okay so he was married to all those people those chicks at once no his last marriage was crystal harris and they're <laughs> this is too much information yeah i think they're only married <laughs> for a year i don't know why <laughs> but Hugh Hefner I mean was he like did he actually have a fortune or was that kind of I oh, yeah. under the impression it was kind of on paper he didn't really have that much money no I think he had he had a shit ton of money oh which, which you know money. hey a shit ton of money okay okay which you know yeah sure he has more than you know than I'm used to so I Oh, $100 million. Only $100 million. Uh, come on. Look, the chambermaid had more money than him. Right? <laughs> Just goes to show that Band-Aids are the way to go. Right. Flesh-colored Band-Aids. Household products. Simple. Right? Yeah. Baby powder got used over at that mansion. <laughs> Yeah, that baby powder. That's a real shame. Of all things, too, baby powder. Like, baby powder seems so benign. I'll never not love the smell of baby powder. Like, it always mm. will bring me comfort, even though I know yeah. it's now dangerous and lethal. But ah, it just takes me to that place, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they could probably make other things smell like baby powder. I would think. Did what? I derail this whole podcast because I brought up you after? <laughs> I, well, now you feel that, sorry for him. You know, that, so would, that would presume that, this, <laughs> that we had a point or an objective that we were aiming for, which <laughs> I think... The uh, if you uh, are a first time listener, the point of the podcast is we talk about some law stuff and we say some funny stuff, and hopefully, you um, get to wherever you're driving or walking, um, feeling like you maybe I learned something and maybe I learned nothing. And boy, I'm glad that's over. <laughs> and hopefully, you had a laugh while you uh, maybe maybe maybe. Maybe. I've got a question for everyone. Uh, have you, has anyone seen the documentary Born Rich by Jamie Johnson, also of the Johnson yeah. & Johnson family? Oh. Very gross. Wait, yeah, Ivanka, Ivanka Trump's in it, right? Right. I feel like that was on Netflix like years ago, like 2010 or something. Okay. Uh, I... Dude, it's even older. It came out 2003. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're all just like miserable rich kids, like waiting to inherit their money. And like obsessing over like bizarre things. Like, there's a dude, and I'm sure the details wrong, who's like this Italian guy who's like completely like OCD obsessed with cufflinks and like just the randomest things that he collects. And is like a, he's like kind of a genius. He knows all these details about like suits and cufflinks and things. And you're just like, dude. You should just be editing Wikipedia with your time. Uh, um, from what fortune was a cufflink uh, guy? I don't know exactly who he is. I, I mean, I could. I haven't seen this document in a long it's time. It's all right. It's okay. I'll, I'll check it out. 
born rich and it's by a Johnson. Um, maybe this is him willing, trying to win over goodwill before the baby paddle lawsuit came to light. But, uh, Isn't it by Dwayne the Rock Johnson? Uh, yeah, also. John, that's a Johnson Johnson and Dwayne Johnson, different company. Right. Yeah, I was trying to figure out whether that's uh, whether that uh, documentary is off the Seward Johnson branch of the Johnson and Johnson family tree, but I, I don't have a table of song consanguinity for the Johnson family. Oh, nice! Not, not blurred behind your shoulder, huh? It's not blurry un- behind your shoulder. <laughs> I unblurred the background, and you know, there's nothing to see here, podcast listeners. My guests are very raucous. <laughs> I'm really glad you uh, slipped consanguinity back in there. It all connects. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a nice little full circle moment. And I would have forgotten that word, but now I'm going to try to like use it tomorrow and get all fancy somewhere. Like Pee-wee's Playhouse. I'll get a word. The word of the day (laughs) is consanguinity. Insert advertisement here. Good morning, boys and girls, and welcome to Suey's Playhouse. Yay! Yay! Today, we're going to talk about the word of the day. The word of the day is cryptocurrency. Yay! Yay! Can you all say cryptocurrency? Cryptocurrency. I would like to go first in using cryptocurrency in a sentence. Oh dear, I have come to the laundromat without any cryptocurrency. Yay! Yay! I I can go second. It's the only uh, way I've heard it used, and it's my dad talking on the phone. Excuse me, call girl. Do you take cryptocurrency? If not, oh well. Yay! Yay! Uh, I will go third. Uh, I. I wanted to uh, rename the uh, founder, this is hard, of Johnson & Johnson uh, as uh, the cryptocurrency word Johnson, combining his first name with the end of the word currency. Yeah. <laughs> that was confusing, Terrence, but I liked it. You're welcome. My dad also uses the C word a bunch. Yes, that's what he said before he married the chambermaid. Wow, Pee Wee's changed a bunch since it's been on HBO. <laughs> I feel like it's a grown up college internship version of the Pee Wee's Playhouse where we learn big words. Yay! Well, tune in tomorrow where we'll talk about non-fungible tokens. 
Yay! Yay! <laughs> Coming up next, the Real Housewives of Sesame Street. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> Tammy, 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 Tammy. What? What is it, darling? Tammy. Yes. Grover, yesterday, crashed his Beamer again. Oh my. Again. God, I don't know what I'm going to drive to my daughter's debutante ball. Seaman, I think that you are going to have to tell your daughter that she has got to get off of her ass and get herself a job. You just got to put it out there. These kids I, are so spoiled these days. They're so, you're so right. You're so right. You're so right. You're so right. Uh, 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 Grover, get in here. Grover, get in here. Get in here, Grover. Grover? Grover? We've been talking. Tammy Tammy and I, Tammy and I, and and we think you need to get off your ass and get a a job. You have been... You've been driving your, 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 your father's car all over town and you crashed another BMW. Get a job. I have a job, and it's putting up with your BS. Grover. Yeah. Listen to Auntie Tammy. We have just been um, looking at the will over the last week, and uh, we were just getting ready to make a live video that uh, might be evidence of you being written right out of it, unless you get your shit together. Get your shit together. Get your shit together, Grover. I told you, I, I'm in classes, I, I'm an art history major, I'm doing my best. It, it's, a, it's a degree that can lead to real money once I get it. Once I finish school, I only need maybe six, seven more years. Seaman. I think you're going to have to be a little bit more forceful with Grover. You're right. You're you're right. Understand the leverage that we have at this moment. That's right. I'm 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 prepared to completely disinherit you, Grover. Completely, unless you finish your art history major in five years. Five years. That's like five years. A class a quarter. And we're going to cut your monthly budget, your monthly allowance down to $10,000. See how you do with that, Grover. Yeah, do with that. $10,000. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. You want to talk about starving? Yeah. See how you can live on $10,000 a month. You're spoiled. You're spoiled. You're spoiled. You need to get it in gear. Get it in gear. Get your ass in gear. How dare you? You know, I I hate you. I hate both of you. I don't care. I'm going to go live out on the Sesame Street. I don't care. I'll have that garbage can. And I've got all of that on video. Just so you know, Grover. And it's pretty incriminating. Good luck out there in the streets with your $10,000. A month. You'll make it. 
semen that was pretty good. I think we put him in his place. That was that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Now let's get let's let's now what should we should we tell one of the tell one of my other kids? Oh, absolutely. Which one should we tell? I think it's time to get Roman in here. Roman, get in here. Roman, get in here. Get in here, Roman. Seaman has oh. something to say to you. Yeah. I am tired of you sinking our speedboats. I've just had it. You sunk three speedboats last month. Three, three, three. Well, yeah, but I told you, Dad, I'm always drunk of playing a real-life game of Battleship, and I thought you believed in my dreams. Well, can't you have dreams that involve sinking fewer boats? There's a grid here, Dad. I'm playing along with the grid. Oh, that's actually kind of a good plan. You know what? Yeah. That is actually kind of a good plan. Kind of that is kind of a good plan. Yeah, well, I guess it just sunk your battleship. Yeah, I think you did. I think we should, we should, we should maybe up his, up his monthly allowance. I'm thinking so. I think we need, maybe. yeah. Maybe increase it by about thirty thousand a month, and maybe even give him extra to make a documentary. Why don't we? Why don't we just give him one bitcoin every month? Oh, give him one bitcoin every month, and one boat. Oh, really? one bitcoin and one boat. Roman, mm-hmm. we're willing to give you one bitcoin a month. If you could tell us the meaning of the word Bitcoin, the, what's the, the word? The Bitcoin. meaning of the word Bitcoin, Roman. We have these. I don't know what they are. Okay, well, it's uh, a name for a specific currency that uh, is based off of um, uh, uh, blockchain technology, uh, which is itself a ledger of endless calculations that are I'm lost. By... You're losing me. Yeah, uh, it's really it's it's uh, it's kind of dumb. And it's destroying the world. Oh, well, that's better. That's a good explanation. It's getting good. That's yeah, really good. Yeah. Yeah, speaking your language. Perfect. One, we like you so yeah, much better than So much brush. better than Grover. So much Fuck. better. Yeah, he's still living in that trash can. Uh, but he'll be crawling back any day now. We've given yeah. him $10,000 a month to live and he'll never make it. <laughs> 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 but you are just showing yourself to be the shining star of this family. And you're yeah. going to be able to spend all that Bitcoin. Uh, I don't know how, but some way. Or those Bitcoins. Yeah. Some way. I'm good at that, mom and dad. Spending is in my blood. It's consanguineous, if you will. Oh. Wow. Very nice I, use of that word. I don't know what it means, but it sounds good. Why don't you tell us what the word means? Okay. For more it, money. It is a form of blockchain technology, which itself is based off of an endless ledger of calculations that are used to destroy the world. Stop. That's the same thing. So That's different okay. words, same meaning. He's trying to mix to, us up. Yeah, I'm so confused. That's why I keep winning. Huh. Right. I need to have a word with your father. Yes. Can you uh can you step out for a minute, Roman? We have some things to discuss. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to the harbor. Don't go far away. Just go into the living room and we'll call you right back when we're done. Which one? Upstairs or downstairs? Downstairs. Smart. Downstairs, 
house one downstairs, or house two? Downstairs, smarty pants. Okay, I'll be there. Well, uh, Seaman. <clears throat> yes, Tammy. I think he's trying to pull a fast one. I, I don't understand any of the words he's using. Well, very, I don't, he's trying I, to mix us up because he knows I, I, it's I, more I, than us. Yeah, he is. He, he, you know, that all that expensive schooling and the nautical training and all that. He learned all these fancy words and port, starboard, cryptocurrency. I don't know what oh, any of it means. I have no idea what he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about either, but it sounds great. I don't know what it means. Now I don't know if I like him better than Grover. Oh, Grover's I definitely. Yeah, yeah, I don't know either. I, I, I let's uh, get Grover back in here. I think we should give him another chance. Oh, absolutely. I have an idea. Should we get them both in here? and have a word off with them and whoever comes up with the best description, something we actually understand. This is, you know, that's how we do what we do every week. We always have these, these fun family games. It was getting kind of boring, but uh, for some reason, I think it'll be entertaining tonight. Yes, yes, yes. Grover. Roman. Get off the street, Grover. Get out of your trash can. I've been looking through the window, yeah. Finally, you guys called me back in. I'm already out of that 10 grand you gave me. I knew it. I knew you'd never make it. Cufflinks, cufflinks. Look at these cufflinks. Oh, wow. Oh, are those made out of bottle caps? They are made out of bottle caps, but they're Italian bottle caps. I bought each one for $5,000. Oh, he's a smart one. Wow. Italian bottle caps. It's not a big deal. That's kind of collected. Oh, that's going to appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, mom, dad, I just wanted to say I've been thinking about stuff. Tell us. And I'm really sorry. You know, I mean, I think I've been reckless with not only your possessions, but also with your hearts. And I want to say that whatever I can do to put myself back in your good graces, I want to do. Uh, regardless of any self-interest, I just feel like you guys could either die at any moment. You know, you guys are old. You're pretty old. And um, I want to enjoy and make the most out of every minute I have with you. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Grover. Like it's beautiful. I'm just going to open up this Google Doc right now. I'm just going to open oh, up this Google Doc right now. Let's get Roman in here too. So he no, can witness wait, me let's update just go the, ahead and change the document before the Google Doc right now. Okay. I, I want Grover to have everything. Okay. Everything. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm going to update oh, it. Uh, I'm updating it right now. Everything to him. Everything, everything, to, everything to Grover. All the... <gasps> Grover, oh. you were always my favorite. I never liked Roman. When oh. I was close to him, he was pinching me on the way out. <laughs> you would never oh. like that to me. You were my favorite. Oh, oh mother. And, I always had a feeling. And I am hitting print on the Google oh. Doc. That Absolutely. is final. I'm going to print that out and I'm going to sign it right. And let right. me do this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God. Right. Yeah. Right. Honey. Right. Honey. No. Right. No. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Right. Let's get Roman in here. He knows CPR. Right. Roman, come back. Oh, yes, yes, Roman, no. Dad is done. Give him CPR quickly. Right. Hurry. Okay. 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 
okay. I got, I got this. I got, first thing you need to do is look at the clock. No! no, the will doesn't matter. Save your father's life. Most importantly, in, in, in a moment like this, it's not the I'm signing it first. Yeah, yeah, okay. We're, we need a pen. Who's got a pen? EPR! Please save my husband! Yeah, the P and P, and that stands for pen. I need one. Here you go, sweetie. Here you go. Here's a pen. Okay. I'll oh, wait, no, wait! Save your father! Wait, hold on. I'm not in this will. Grover! Bitcoin! Yeah. Oh. yeah. oh, right here. Right my name. Battleship. Right here. What is Honey, No! Please don't die. Oh, Please This is don't. horrible. I'm not in the will. This is a real tragedy. <gasps> oh, my God. Thank you guys so much for um, showing up. I know it's it's tough, a tough time right now. Seaman was a good man. He was. And, um, you know, I tried a number of cases for him. He was very, very litigious. <laughs> and um, I resent that. Okay, well, uh, you have the right to resent that. You were his wife of um, eight years, and I think that, uh, you know, you have the you earned your right to resent his lawyer, his favorite lawyer, I'd say. Um, I was looking over his Google Doc, and um, he made some last-minute changes, it seems like. Um, he, unfortunately, it looks like he perished onto the keyboard, and so, in lieu of a signature, it's just um, a lot of vowels and A's, E's, I's. It seems like his face plant isn't legally binding as a signature. Um, well, that's you really, well, that's why? Impossible. It's a new word. What is, what's that? That's, it's possible, but the Impossible, opposite. Impossible, meaning that's not possible. Okay, see that's impossible is not in my vocabulary because I'm a okay, possible. Well, it's one of the new words uh, for 2022. Uh, it's just okay. been uh, inducted into the Webster's New World Dictionary. So. Okay. All right. I like that. I'll write that down just in case I need. Burn it. it. <clears throat> I will try. Um, as I was saying, Seaman and I actually had an oral contract. Um, as you know, we fought in Vietnam all those years ago. And at one point, uh, you know that he rode horseback the entire time. You guys saw the pictures. He lost his horse at one point during the battle and he said, all of my Bitcoin for a horse, all of my Bitcoin for a horse. And I gave him, not a horse, but I gave him a Ford Jeep. And um, yeah, yeah, Ford made a Jeep. They kind of did a cross branding thing, yeah. and that isn't that is a uh, legally binding oral contract wherein I am entitled to all of his Bitcoin. As you know, he was pretty ahead of the times. So you know, of Bitcoin back in the 60s. okay. I'm going to stop you. You're using an unfamiliar term, Bitcoin. Yes, Bitcoin. Um, most of his wealth was in Bitcoin. It's um, it's not the blockchain thing you're thinking of. It's actually physical coins, little tiny coins, just little bits of coins. He, he has a whole room and he has a whole room uh, out in the industrial part of town that he filled with coins and he would dive into and kind of relish his, his coins. Uh, did you guys, you guys didn't know this about semen? 
oh, thank goodness my boys are here. Oh, hello, Roman and Grover. Thank goodness. Oh. I, I feel like this gentleman is a little, um, well, sounds like some bullshit. He's trying I'm to- I'm not talking to you, mom, off. remember? Uh, uh, battleship, uh, not in the whale. <laughs> Go fuck off. Um, uh, excuse me, um, <clears throat> Roman. I think if we manage to get this lying motherfucker out of this whole situation, we might be able to recover some money for you. Because, you know, I want you to have everything. All of it. You were always my favorite. That was always your favorite? Yes. Oh, hey, Mom. Sorry I'm late. Um, uh, you, you called. I got your text. Um, I was outside looking in through the window. Um, yeah, what, what, what's going on here? Uh, the, oh. You said the lawyer sounds like a lying SOB and he's an F and D head. And you think that he's filled with BS and he's trying to F over D? In the A. And oh, okay. All right. Um, so what's going on? Am I still not getting um, all the Bitcoin? Or... Oh God, this is so overwhelming. Uh, um, look, Grover, can you just, I, I need to have a seat for a minute. I need, I need a drink. Can I just say, I don't know what's going to happen here, but you guys named me Grover. And I feel like that entitles me to just a little bit more than Roman. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally got you confused with your brother. I mean, look, Grover and Roman, can you guys just like talk amongst yourselves for a minute you know what just fight it out let's do that let's do like you know, back in the why day am I, why am i named roman aren't we part greek you know what oh my god you guys are so ungrateful roman is like the coolest name in the world and now you're now now that's like an issue it's an incorrect <laughs> adjective it's very confusing um I'm going to step out and have a drink. And oh, who's that I see there? Oh, oh, it's my young lover. Well, hi, Todd. I, hi. <laughs> I moral support. Thanks Good for showing up. Good to see you, Tammy. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Um, where should I put your chair, Tammy? Right there. Oh, perfect. Okay. And then I'm just going to get this massage oil. I'm just going to warm it up for you just real quick. Wow. Just real quick. Just real quick. And then, and then it, it looks like you've got a little tension right in this Right in this, oh, this area yes. here, just a right massage there. right there, right there, right just, just there. right there, get oh, that spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, um, and then, oh, hold on. Um, I just need to pop on the blender real quick and just finish up on your daiquiri. Just real quick. And here you go. And oh, you, oh, I know. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Tammy. Um, there, I only had yellow umbrellas. I hope that's okay. It's, 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 I know it's not exactly, I know you like green umbrellas in your decories, but this one is yellow. So that's okay. And then I'll just get back to massaging you. And uh, don't mind me, boys. Oh, hi. Hi, Roman. Hi, Grover. Good to see you guys. Hi, Todd. Anyway, you've been I was just thinking um, of the best way to figure out who gets a percentage based fee as an executor. Am I saying that right? Oh, you're saying that great. Let me just get a little bit lower. Let me just get a little lower. You, oh, you're saying, okay. yeah, oh, just a little. Oh my goodness, thank yep. you darling. Yeah, this lumbar area is very tight. So I'm just gonna just gonna kind of kind of just, just give it a little extra pressure. Boys, my favorite two sons, the best sons in the whole world. <laughs> I'm just thinking the only way that we can decide which one of you is gonna get a 0.00009% 
um, fee oh. for executing this will uh, would just be to sing the praises of your father just to the mountaintops. Yeah. Yeah. He was a good man. But, uh, if but you do don't mind do, do we need to do this while you have your, your, your boyfriend has his hand up you like you're a Muppet? Uh. Oh yeah. my And can goodness. you put a shirt on? Sorry, guys. I just want to interject that Seaman, I met him twice. And I just, I want to share that your mother found a gem. He, I met him um, at the Pete's Coffee where I was a barista and he came in and he said he liked his latte extra foamy. And I, I have to be honest, my foam game wasn't up at that time. He was so nice about it. So nice about it. And then I misspelled his name, S-E-A-M-A-N. And he was so cool about it. It was S-E-M-E-N. I know. I know. But he was such a prince about it. Such a prince. Such a prince. He just, I just gave him a new cup. It was fine. So anyway, um, go on. You, I know you guys are having your family thing. I did. Sorry. We got a cup of semen here. To go. Semen, hot semen here. Semen, is, is there a semen? There's oh my a cup God, of semen you're here. so rude to him. He loved your father. He was a wonderful, I mean, I only met him the two times again, you know, but, but, but he was, he was such a gentleman, such a gentleman. Indeed he was. Very interested in words he didn't understand, but, but, but a gentleman really. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I just have to go get um, the 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 um, pizza poppers out of the oven. I'll be right back. All right, darling, take your time. Okay, thank you. Right down there in the uh, in the company kitchen. Yep, I'll be right back. Real fancy memorial we're having for Dad with you know pizza rolls. <laughs> you know he loves bagel bites. Oh no! Listen, honor him, please. Honor him. Couldn't we send out for bagel bites? Could you get your your boy toy Todd to go get some bagel bites? Never saw a man happier than when he heard the phrase bagel bites for semen. Bagel bites for semen. Hot bagel bites. Oh. Dad's so happy. Oh, you boys. Thank you for thank you for bringing back the memories. And pizza poppers. Oh, did I interrupt something? Oh, so oh, oh, Grover, I, I brought you just a just a, a wedge of avocado toast. I know that's your favorite. And, and Roman, I, I just I just happened to pick up while I was at the toy store this just beautiful little model uh, boat that I just thought you'd love. I I I couldn't help but get for you. Here you go. And um, yeah, and I'll just leave the pizza poppers here, and then. Um, oh, I just, and then you guys had some dry cleaning. I'm just going to pick up the dry cleaning. I'll catch you later. Why is there foam all over this boat? His foam game is way off. Boys, he is trying. He's trying his best. Now he brought you avocado toast the way that you love. And this is an, this is a, it's an awesome boat, a toy boat or whatever this thing is. You're so ungrateful. Well, it's technically a schooner. I beg your pardon? Schooner. 
Oh. Even the word makes me sad. Okay, again, this is a word that I don't know. Well, it's technically uh, an outgrowth of blockchain technology using synced computers, uh, these endless calculations to uh, help destroy the world. Okay, so I gave you guys, I gave you guys your family time. Um, sorry, I was just over there on my computer. So you're cool with me and getting your dad's Bitcoin, right? Tammy, actually, I didn't know that you knew Todd. That's weird as hell. Oh, we don't, I mean, we're not, we just recently, I mean, we don't, it's just, I, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Yeah, Todd, I actually met Todd a couple months ago. We actually were in Cabo last month. Todd, Todd's a great guy. He's actually, he's actually the executor of my will. He's, uh, oh. Oh, he's just something about him. He's just the friendliest man I've ever met in my entire life. Oh. And he has hands of magic. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Oh, and hello, attorney, attorney. Good to see you, oh. attorney, attorney. Yeah, it's, it's Mike Daniels. You remember me, Mike Daniels, MD. Right, Mike Daniels. Yeah, well, I was, I just think we just Mike- We were in Cabo together for three I know, weeks. I know, I remember. It's just that Mike is such an attorney first name and Daniels is such an attorney last name. So I just thought, attorney, attorney, you know. Yeah. Um, I have yeah, your yeah. dry cleaning. Um, oh, very good. Extra starch. Uh, um, I also have Grover's um, dry cleaning. Nothing for Roman, I'm not sure why. But, um, and um, they were just giving away these Jamba juices um, I thought oh. you, and I know you like mango. So I got you. I, you know me so well, Todd. So you don't know my name, but you know me so well. So I have a, a large mango chamba juice for attorney, attorney. It's, it's on it. the side. Um, me, hey, hey. I hope you enjoy it. And I'll just be over here just waxing your Lamborghini. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, thank you guys for meeting in my parking lot. I uh, I lost the keys of the office. It's a whole thing. Yeah, yeah, um, I understand. Uh, well, I, I you, you know Todd so well. I just find that really interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I was surprised that you knew Todd because I kind of felt like Todd and I well, had a... Like I said, um, I, I don't really, it's not, we have, we don't, I haven't, we don't never know. So, okay, yeah. yeah, same goes for me. Todd and I haven't, we've never, nothing, right? We, nothing's been, no, so cons consummate. It's not, it's oh, not a physical relationship. Oh, we're friends, oh. we're close oh friends. And oh. um, I, I recently, maybe this is TMI, but I, um, I have uh, terminal cancer. <gasps> Todd, uh, Todd's oh, kind of came like an angel out of the sky and uh, has just been such a close friend to me in these uh, in this trying time. I, I don't think I have long, but to have someone like Todd by my side at this time in my life is uh, something I, we, we, I couldn't have imagined. So. Attorney, attorney gets all of the inheritance. He's dying of cancer. Well, not dying, but will be dead of cancer, um, probably within the year. Oh my goodness gracious. Roman, we have got to give all of your father's money to attorney attorney. 
Hi, guys, am I too late? Hi, I'm lawyer Marty Greenberg, and I have in my hand what I believe to be the original will and testament of Seaman Johnson. I don't oh, know who God. this man is, but I am his original counsel. And what you have in front of you, I believe, is an unedited Wikipedia article. <gasps> um, his, his name was actually Dick Seaman Johnson. Oh, oh, am I at the wrong funeral? I think. Excuse you... me, is that Randy Greenberg? Well, Randy's my brother. Who are That's you? Too Wait, do you work at Starbucks? Yes, yes. I'm still waiting on my Americano decaf, four shots of vanilla and heavy cream from like three months ago. I have it right here. I've been looking for you all over town. And it's still hot. I warmed it in my hands. And arms. Okay, I'm adding to this close. will. Oh, that's hey that's too much. I I insist. I insist you do. Okay, thank you. Wow, there are so many handsome boys at this funeral. Hey, I'm Shoshana, and um, you know, I got to know Seaman a couple of weeks ago. Um, he used to come into the gentleman's club where I work. Anyway, I've got this video. I'm in it. <laughs> but it also features Seaman telling the world how much he loves me and that he wants me to have all of his money. And he was of sound mind at the time. So I'm just gonna cue it up here. Ignore the first part, which is me twerking. Uh, for about 15 minutes. And then uh, Seaman shows up telling the world how much he loves him, some Shoshana. And he wants me to have all of his Bitcoin. You see what I mean? Totally of sound mind. Where do I to get my money? Hi, lawyer uh, Marty Greenberg here again. I think I'm at the right funeral this time. Uh, just uh, piping in here that I don't think a TikTok video is legally binding. Well, I've got other evidence, if you know what I mean. Vimeo? Yes, Vimeo. How did you know? That is legally binding. Well, here we go. <laughs> Let me cue it up here. It's in my files, although I don't know what that word means. <laughs> oh, I do. Tell me. Marty Greenberg. It is a system derived from blockchain technology that uses endless computation from a mm, computer. You're losing me. It helps destroy the world. Got it. So, this is Seaman here, and uh, I just want to just. Uh, just 
say something about Marty Greenberg. Um, I just have this like one uh, just computer chip. I'm just going to give it to him and um, that uh, has all my Bitcoin. That's for Marty Greenberg. And then over here, I have three boats for Shoshana and uh, I don't want to give anything to my kids. So yeah, um, that's me, Seaman. Uh, what was my last name again? I, I don't remember. Anyway. Johnson. Yeah. See, that's right. Seaman Johnson. That's my name. And um, what's up? Uh, here you go, Marty. Here you go, Shoshana. Um, yeah, fuck all those other people that are supposedly in my family. And yeah, cool. As you can see from this YouTube video, this is a legally binding will and testament from Seaman Dick Johnson. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. I'm sorry. This is attorney, attorney. Uh, I also have a video of Seaman Dick Johnson. And <laughs> this video is legally binding where he leaves me all of his money. Okay? And... Uh, <laughs> We're out for a night on town. You know, boys go a little crazy. And he he had had a couple, but okay. He told me I was his best friend in the world and he was going to leave everything to me. This video, is, it, there is, he just has dental surgery and his mouth is a little numb. But you can make out what he's saying and it is legally binding. Okay, let me just find it in my files. Let me see here. Ugh, I just got the new iPhone. And it's kind of hard to navigate. Let me just uh, navigate. Oh. Go ahead. Navigate. Yeah, it's like find stuff. Okay. Um, okay. It's almost impossible to find stuff on that. I swear. Uh, okay. Here we go. Oh, here's the video. The money is done. Attorney. Okay. Let me just fast forward. He's. Yeah, we were doing I'm a... lost. You're losing me. <laughs> okay, hold yeah. on. I'm looking at the YouTube comments underneath this video, attorney, attorney. And he clearly <laughs> states in this comment that he is effing high. No, and that's. To subscribe those were... to him. What does that mean? <laughs> That's that's my YouTube. By the way, if you guys want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, it is Attorney Attorney Six Nine Six Nine. I do kind of just random videos. I'll do like movie reviews. I'll do sometimes I'll do book reviews. I like audiobooks and stuff. Anyways, that's not the point. Um, I do get weird comments. That's not him commenting on it. That's just you know people talking about his his. Yeah, but, um, I don't know, Attorney Attorney. You have like six hundred ninety seven dislikes and only two likes. So I don't see that this video is credible in any way. God, I wish YouTube were hiding the dislikes. Damn it. Yeah. Are you telling me that there are commenters of ill repute using the name Seaman Dick Johnson on the internet and that isn't their legal cognomen? That's Latin. Oh, fancy words. Uh, yeah, you're yeah, welcome. Mark Greenberg. <laughs> Marty. Mark oh. is my other brother. Oh, oops, uh, Daisy. Brothers hi, Daisy. everybody. I just, Daisy's um, my I'm just back here. Um, hi, attorney, attorney. Hi, Marty. Hey, hi, hey. Shoshana. Hey, listen, I was just, um, I was just kind of going around just cleaning things up and I found these um, five or six Fabergé eggs. And um, I just thought each of you might want one. Um, I think they're all real. No, um, I just ate, thank you. 
okay, you, you'll be fine, Marty. Just, just, um, just t- put this one actually has a, a, a zip drive or a, a thumb drive or something inside of it. it says, hey, um, are you, Bitcoin. You're, you're Todd, right? You're like the, like the pool boy or something. Oh, like that. I just, yeah, I just, I live to serve. Hey, um, yeah, you used a word that I'm not familiar with, Fabergé. Do you want to tell me what that means? Um, it's a very light skin cream and it's just amazing at hiding wrinkles. And so I've been using it for years. Um, it, it right here, just under my eyes, it gets rid of puffiness. And um, uh, yeah, so I just, I think everybody should really get into it. Um, Todd, I, you do not have puffiness on your eyes. Come on, stop it. Mike, attorney, attorney. Stop. Sorry, I got too familiar. No, no, I, you're so False nice. You're so, you're so nice. Stop it. Stop it. You're going to make me blush. Okay, I don't I don't know. Know. I'm already blushing. But I just feel like the vibe between you two is very, um, I don't know. Consanguineous. We're cousins. Okay. We're cousins. We're cousins. I don't know. I was going to say lusty, but I like the sound of your like fancy words. We're cousins. We've known each other for years. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. Okay. And in my family, we yes. believe in compliments. We believe in telling people when they look good, telling them about it. So, yeah, we're yeah. a compliment family. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. Did anybody need anything um, washed off, waxed, cleaned, put away, anything? I actually, I wouldn't mind a compliment. This has been kind of a hard day. Please, give them compliments. All right. Well, I'm just going to go around the room and compliment everybody because I think you're all fabulous. Oh, well, then and I'm going to start with you, Shoshana. You know what? Uh, I, I would love for you to just sort of comment on the twerking I, that you saw in my video. Okay. I have been studying uh, dance for years uh-huh. and I have been following all the TikTok twerkers. I have uh-huh. never seen anybody do that ever, oh, ever, stop. ever, ever. And- <laughs> For me, it's no wonder that that old guy was crazy about you because that kind of twerking is the kind of twerking that would make Stop the it. internet Stop break. It. Stop okay. it. You, Marty, I just need to say that your legal acumen exceeds all accolades that you've previously received. And I see, I see a judgeship in your future. I, I just know it. I, I know a lot of judges. A lot of them come into the Starbucks. I'm sorry, Pete's Coffee, where I work. I used to work at Starbucks. Long story. Anyway, a lot of them come in and they've been looking at you. I uh, So you, Marty, hang on to that block train because you're going to need it. Don't, don't make him tell the Starbucks story. No, no. You don't want to. You don't want to hear it. The Starbucks story. Okay. Hey, acknowledge your accolades for my acumen. You're welcome. <laughs> funny story about the Starbucks you since you made me tell it the early in the years of Starbucks they wanted to have a cheese sandwich and the concern was that if they had a cheese sandwich it would make the place smell like cheese <laughs> and so people wouldn't want to stay as long Howard Schultz came in funny story and he was like saying he said <laughs> he's like why does it smell like cheese in here and I raised my hand. I was sort of sheepish. And I was like, hey, Howie, it's me, Todd. Um, I wanted to try cheese sandwiches. And just people love it. And and then Howie was like, you're fired. Don't ever come in my store again. And I was like, okay, bye. Yeah. But you did end up, here's the little button at the end of the story. He actually ended up 
in his will, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we're going, oh, we're going, um, he's building a rocket. I don't know if you guys knew that, but he got kind of jealous with the other three billionaires building rockets. So yeah, so we're gonna go in the rocket. He is putting his remains in there. I'm gonna fly up with his remains, cast them into space, and then go back. It's kind of beautiful. Like, um, oh my God. It's kind of beautiful. I, I kind of sketched the whole thing out for him and I did the tattoo on his back of what it's gonna look like. So anyway, oh. that's how we and I'm sorry. I, I'm the one that got you to tell the story. I love that story. Um, and I owe you a compliment. I know, I don't want to sound needy, but I, no, I did. No, I this all started with me asking for a compliment. No, and I just want to tell you, yeah. Bounced my, around the room. Hopefully you're yeah. saving the best for the last. Because yeah, tell me good. Yeah, you're very punctual. Oh my God, that Todd. That is so nice of you. You've never been late for anything. It's, oh. it's amazing. I, I don't want to be funny. So you're using this new word called punctual that I don't know about. <laughs> um, it means tall. Oh, yes, you are tall. <laughs> yeah. So... Um, anyway, I'm going to be skating along. I need to go um, just pick up um, uh, the puppy for Grover. And um, Roman, um, he needed a new propeller for his boat. And Tammy asked me for um, some kind of lavender scent, which I'm going to go get. So bye. Okay, bye. Bye, Todd. Nice to meet you. You smell like um, cheese. Did you notice well, that? Personally, I would just like to get out of here and start spending my billions. So, uh, uh, attorney, attorney, and Marty Greenberg, can we just wrap this up? Okay, I was enjoying the company, but uh, I have a lot more to say. But okay, okay. you know what? I, I just, you know, I'm feeling kind of out of place here because I'm, you know, just a dancer after all, and uh. I do have to get back on that pole uh, in the next 45 minutes. So I have to say that was the first will and testament I ever saw with a twerk in it. And I have to commend you for your, your flexibility. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been stretching my whole life. So <laughs> thank you, Marty. You're welcome. Okay. Um, well, I guess uh, someone will just get in touch with me and get me, the, get me a check. Is that how this works? I gotta go. Uh, um. I, I okay. I'll, I I should have said this earlier, and I kind of feel like I let everyone along. I'm a little lonely. I, I'm always looking for company. <laughs> um, hey, Seaman. Seaman actually did not leave a will and testament. He had a Google Doc that he would threaten people with and add to anytime he had. A squabble or some petty argument. It was actually um, it was nonsense. Seaman was maybe completely insane. The, if you've read through this document, it's the ramblings of an imbecile. I think he was unwell. Um, I think that he maybe I don't know. He seemed like he he has a very dark past, and a lot of it came through. It's like thousands of pages i printed it off it was a big waste of paper he did not leave a will and testament and as you guys know in the state of new york when someone does not leave a will and testament a legally binding will and testament 
the family members are meant to fight for it. They're meant to fight for this <laughs> hand-to-hand combat. Um, I know this is a heavy thing to spring on you guys, but you have 24 <laughs> hours to prepare for a physical battle. The survival, <laughs> their survivor will be entitled to his entire estate. Uh, however you want to pair. I'm sorry, uh, attorney, attorney. Um, are you like trying to say that my video is superseded by whatever this like family's like fight is gonna like produce? So I don't, I don't even understand. I don't understand how that works. Unfortunately, that's not a legally binding agreement because it's on an android oh for <laughs> god's sake yeah. he was gonna buy me an iphone before he died uh, that irony oh my god oh my god i can't believe this is happening i like androids better because the the actual camera is better than the iphone that's true it's so true oh. iphones they get so much credit, but it's, it's so hard to find things. I just switched right? to iPhone. It's the Android phone that is like total gossamer. Oh, I can't believe this is happening to me. I could see it. I was a billionaire for like a day. It's not fair. I know. This is hard news, I'm sure, for everybody. Um, but luckily, um, this fight to the death will be televised. So the survival, survivor will actually be entitled to those funds as well. Um, so, you mean like the ad sales from, from the, the Yeah, ad I do have a little bit of money in this. This is actually my design. I, uh, I don't know, it kind of came to me in a fever dream where I thought, you know, there's so many people dying without wills. It's crazy how many people don't have wills. Let's make some money off this. So. It's pretty cool. It's like in... Of Roman times. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, this is the moment you've all been waiting Woo! for. The battle yeah! the death for the semen Dick Johnson will in this corner weighing in at 118 pounds of pure unadulterated rage we have his elder and more experienced son the grover a-hole johnson i'm actually 110 i'd say i'm about 110 i'm tall but i'm 110 and okay. in this corner the very sinewy and muscular second son roman named like a gladiator johnson weighing in at 123 pounds dripping wet wait wait have to leave me outside in the rain guy the Stop. gladiator the fighter Stop. The one with an axe to grind. I will not allow my sons born of my womb to fight to the death. I give you the last will and testament, the video of Seaman Johnson 
proclaiming that the will be separated three ways. Ladies and gentlemen, what? unprecedented. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I got to talk again. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's it. That's it. Three ways. Roman, you get 33%. Grover, oh. you get 33%. And I get the other 33%. And Todd, don't you worry. I'm going to take care of you. Oh, thank Are you. We good? I actually would like to give my 33% to Todd as well. Todd, you're a very good listener. I really like you. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Grover. I, I, I feel like you had so much to say. It was really, really fascinating. And the way that your life took so many interesting twists and turns and the way you ultimately learned how to deal with being an heir, but then finding meaning in other ways. It's actually really good. I have a friend who's shooting a documentary. I think you might want to be in it. It's really, really good. It's really, really good. His name is Jamie Johnson. He's the great-grandson of Seward Johnson. Fascinating story. Anyway, you're amazing, and I so appreciate it. We'll just, I'll just put this into Bitcoin. It'll be cool. Do you hear oh, that? Awesome. You're going to be a star. You're going to be in a movie. You're going to be in the movie. Oh. oh, God, I can't wait. I'm sure everyone else in the documentary will be just as likable as me. <laughs> You're gonna be fantastic. You're gonna shine. You know oh what, Todd? God. You know what, Todd? I'm so inspired by my my brother. And you have magic hands too. So I want you to have my 33%. Oh, Roman, you shouldn't. You know, for me, the the enjoyment is in giving. And you're just so sinewy that as a masseuse, it really feels like a personal challenge. It's a little bit like my Everest working on your back, getting it to loosen up. And I appreciate the opportunity to help. So thank you. I am going to put all of this into non-fungible tokens, which will be pictures of apes. And, uh, you know, we'll just see what happens. Oh. Okay. I knew we could do it. Todd. <laughs> yes, Tammy? Out. Yes, Tammy? Oh no, I'm just uh wow. You you really are quite a politician. And it's the hands. <laughs> Thank you. Let's get out of here. <clears throat> oh, um, just one thing. Um it, it, I just have this gun. <gasps> uh yeah. Todd. Oh god. Todd. Todd. Oh my just, god. You know, I mean why do you have a gun? I mean, you know, everybody's got to have a hobby. Why do you? What is your hobby? <laughs> Murder. Oh, God. How did we not see this coming? How did we not see this coming? Why is there foam know. all over it? I don't know, guys. So um, it's been nice knowing you. Is it actually a gun or an F M F F? Fungible non. It's a, it's a non fungible token gun. Yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know shot with cryptocurrency. <laughs> He's pointing an NFT of a gun at us. Just revolving NFT of a gun. It's actually going to destroy Is this the earth. Gonna put all the money in top? It's going to destroy the earth. It's actually what it's going to do. Oh. Well. Oh. I don't know what to say. I think we've all learned a. A very valuable lesson here. 
Yes. And some new words and concepts. And the lesson is. Have a will. Have a will. There's a will. There's a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> also, can I have my 33% back? I don't know if I like this in it. Yeah, I want a boat now. Uh. <laughs> well, I'm taken care of no matter what. So why don't you guys, you, you boys, go ahead and go back to the uh, fighting to the death in the public arena. I want to get your money back from Todd. Insert advertisement here. Well, that was fun. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, took some twists and turns. <laughs> All right, so um, we've been going for a while, so I'm going to keep the quiz the quiz short this time. So you're each going to get one question. Uh, each question is worth 100 points. You can get between zero points and 100 points depending on how correct your answer is. Who would like to go first? Okay. Griffin, Griffin, you want to go first? Okay, perfect. Okay, okay, I'll go first. All right, uh, Griffin, would you rather have a baby come out of your butt or sleep on nails? Um, and why? One of them I've already experienced. No, um, <laughs> I would say, uh, Sleep on sleep on nails because you didn't say whether or not they're like vertical nails. They could just be a bunch of nails spilled on the floor, you know. That's a great answer. One hundred points. <laughs> okay, yeah, perfect, perfect. Um, Wait, are these these are legal questions, right? These are le absolutely legal questions. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, can I ask um, a question, Bob? Yes. So you said that you've already experienced one. I'm assuming that you have slept on nails before and did not have a baby. <laughs> Um, I'm legally not allowed to talk about it, but... <laughs> okay, okay, got you. No, I have, um, had a baby come out of my butt. And, um, I know, yeah. It's like, it was like, uh, uh, the movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he's pregnant and gives birth. Junior is the name of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was like that, but it was a drama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't get a, a, an Oscar nomination for that. Oh my god. I'm a man having a baby. <laughs> He's kind of like stretching. I felt like that was his, that was his uh, response to Tom Cruise born on the 4th of July. Like, oh, you, you want to go for an Oscar nod? So will yeah, I. I think the This is... I'm tired of being pigeonholed. Yeah. There's a Marcello Mastroianni movie that's, that's a very similar plot. Uh, I forget what it's called. Hold on. Mastroianni. Yeah, that's his name. Okay, you guys, yeah, I guess it's not very important. I think, well, speaking of, we talked about, oh, a slightly pregnant man. That's what it's called from 1973. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Who knew the premise of Junior was stolen? Wow, so Griffin's in the lead with 100 points. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, okay. Uh, uh, who wants to go next? The next okay. question's a doozy. Okay, Pia. Um, would you rather bark every day when you woke up or moo like a cow oh i would rather moo like a cow 
are we saying every day when you wake up? Every day when you wake up. Barking or mooing? mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. That mooing is very, um, it's always like a deep, like you don't hear like a high pitched moo ever. And uh, I haven't heard enough mooing in my life for it to ever like be annoying, you know, where I, there's, you know, I've heard more barking than I need to hear for the rest Mm -hmm. of my life. Mm -hmm. So mooing is still in my brain associated with sort of a calming like sort of a uh, reaction. I, I, I like I like the sound of mooing. I'm gonna, it, I'm gonna th- move. That's 100 points. And this is one of the few yes! that there is a correct answer. <laughs> there is a correct answer. Barking like a dog is the wrong answer. Right? And uh, <laughs> it would have been, yes! um, it would have been an instant disqualification from any future game had you answered that. Wow, so, wow. Well wow. done, the stakes were high. Oh, what if you're already doing both? Uh-huh, well. Um, that's perfect. That's exactly right. Um, okay, uh, Jay, you've got the last shot here. Um, you can either tie or lose in a shameful fashion. So the pressure's Double on. There you go. Um, what fictional character uh, inexplicably terrified you as a child? Okay. I have a great answer for this. You ready for this? And it's a, it's a, I'm going to give you a twist on the question. It was actually a real person I was afraid for. And that was Leonard Maltin from Entertainment Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely serious about this. And don't ask me, maybe, I mean, maybe after years of Viennese psychoanalysis, we can get to the bottom of this. I swear to you. As a child, I watched Entertainment Tonight with Todd, and I would just be in absolute terror that something would happen to Leonard Maltin. He did not look like someone who could defend himself. I was so frightened for, I was fine. But I was like, at night, I'm like, dude, this guy needs like a security detail or, or an armored car because he's not gonna last a day. <laughs> uh, wow! Soft hands and that cherub face. Mm-hmm. Well, your answer, um, while breaking the premise of the question, <laughs> is nevertheless directly on point for the overall theme. And so I award you full points, 100 points. We have a three-way tie. Ah! Oh, oh man! Yeah, for the first time in history. The three-way tie and laying down the pretense. The game show that nobody understands, but everybody loves. Fight to the death? That's right. You got yeah, it. Fight to the death. That's right. All right. So um, before we go, um, some shameless self-promotion from each of you. I'd like to know what's coming soon from you. Where would people go to learn more about you or find you? Um, uh, other than uh, stalk you on Instagram. Um, you know, uh, so socials or projects or what do you want people to check out? So, um, I would call on Pia first. Um, okay. Um, my Instagram is Pia Minsky style. Um, you can check me out on Poshmark where I have, uh, in the last 48 hours received two five-star ratings i'm still tearing it up on poshmark awesome Um, i listed about four new pairs of shoes 
on the Poshmark in the last 48 hours. And I'm gonna be uh, listing a whole new line like first thing tomorrow morning. So be there, be square, let's start a bidding war and let's keep up my five-star ratings. I will take care of you on the Poshmark. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. See you there. <laughs> Thank you, Pia. All right, uh, Griffin, what's coming next from you? Where can people find uh, you? God, I don't know. I don't update social media that much. I want to update it more. Um, so that's that's maybe a New Year's resolution. Uh-huh. Um, uh, so I don't know if it's worth giving my social media stuff. But sure. And if also, you want to know occasionally what's going on with Griffin, you can go to... Yeah, if you want biannual updates. Yeah, Griffin C. Taylor on Instagram. And my OnlyFans is um, uh, same Griffin C. Taylor as well. <laughs> Um, no, and stuff coming up, I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's just as, the same as last time that, that I was honest with Jay. Like, uh, it's all, you know, it's theaters. Luckily, we had the, uh, we had our show in early December in person. Um, and, uh, hopefully there's more of that coming up. So, I mean, I don't have any, like, physical theater shows coming up, but, um, hopefully soon. When is this going to air? Is this going to air soon or is it going to? Uh, you know, it all depends on how long post-production takes. Right now, the length uh, can range between three weeks and 12 months. So okay. so the reference will be extremely timely anyway. Maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. If you're hearing uh, this in yeah. 2022, if you hear this in 2022, it means we succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully theaters open up soon and stuff like that. Because, uh, yeah, we had a show a month ago and it was a lot of fun. And it was like, oh, it's so nice to be in front of an audience. And, uh, you know, with Omicron and stuff like that, everything seems up in the air again. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, check back, check my Instagram for mm -hmm. any shows coming up. Uh, Omicron pending. Yeah. Jay, where can people You're not find you? Tell about your Poshmark, Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> I get very bad reviews on Poshmark. He's focused on his uh, own. They've actually kicked me off of it. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, step your game up, bro. I know. Shit. I get it very. I get five star reviews at Salvation Army, which is where I take my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I. Hey. Yeah, I got a receipt right over here. They're like, uh, what box do I put this in? And I'm like, miscellaneous. <laughs> There's actually, I might be a seller of shoes, women's shoes, sometime in the near future. I bought, I bought my wife a pair of running shoes for Christmas, and I got her. I in somewhere in like the changing of tabs and shit, I uh, went from like her size shoe to size five, which was like a very tiny shoe. Um, at least like. She's a tall woman, it's small for her. And um, so now I have like this pair of five shoes, running shoes that they sent to me. And I want to return them, but they came from Spain and they said that I have to pay the postage back. Oh man. So it's like, how much is that gonna cost? So I'm thinking of just selling this pair of shoes, <laughs> like selling a pair of women's five running shoes, but I don't know where to do it. I guess Poshmark. Why don't you consign it to Pia? Yeah, there we go. 
Cons- yeah. you do it on consignment. Could, if, if you really want to do that, I could tell you about some places where you could physically walk in and sell them that would be less effort, you know? Oh, uh, really? Yeah. See, that might be better because it's just like, I want to just send something to Spain. Even sending a pair of shoes to like Sacramento would probably be, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, yeah. sorry. That's a, I'll, I'll walk that's through an, Okay. <laughs> I'll walk you through it. This was meant to be. This yeah. podcast was meant okay. to be. It, the stars always align on laying always. down the law. It yeah. always, we always find things that we didn't know existed and explore them. Jay, where can people find you? People can find me at online. You can send me an email. That's 2022 at jpreet, J A Y P R E E T, at com. I am a real estate agent in the state of California with Team Fast. Broken by EXP, we sold over $650 million worth of real estate in uh, 2021. One of the biggest teams anywhere. I work wow. all over the Bay Area from Santa Cruz up to uh, Oakland, Berkeley. Uh, I'm selling, I'm helping you sell, helping you buy, helping you invest. Uh, anything you need. Uh, I'm also on the IG Instagram at go underscore jpreet, J-A-Y-P-R-E-E-T. Uh, look me up there. Also, probably more exciting than my Poshmark, which is private. Uh, <laughs> hit me up. I've got a phone number. I'm going to throw it out there, 408-805-5291. For those in Ukraine, you may have to dial a country code. That's 408-805-5291. I am happy to help with any of your real estate needs. Call me, text me, hit me up, send me shoes. Or just to chat, right, Jay? Isn't it just an open line for chatting too? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I got a ton of Wikipedia, I mean, I don't have my screen shareable, but I have a lot of Wikipedia pages uh, have open. Uh, <laughs> general interest kind of guy. So hit me up. Sometimes you just, talk about people real just call Jay and be like, Jay, I'm just feeling a little down. Can you just do the, <laughs> the function on Wikipedia where it's just a random page? Just let me know where we land. Yeah. Like, tell, tell me about that roulette. Russian war. <laughs> yeah, chat roulette for Wikipedia enthusiasts slash real estate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, um, I always like to end with a public service announcement. And this week, I'd like to highlight the work of Bet Zedek, which is um, Hebrew for the House of Justice here in Los Angeles. There are hundreds of thousands of Angelinos here who cannot afford housing, food, or medicine, let alone an attorney. And even though free legal aid helps ensure access to justice and basic necessities for the most vulnerable among us, there's not enough legal aid available. So for every legal aid attorney in California, there are more than 8,000 eligible clients who need assistance. Betzedek is that nonprofit law firm that's committed to addressing this challenge. Betzedek provides free comprehensive legal assistance and representation, volunteer and course-based help, help, volunteer and court-based self-help services and legal education to more than 90,000 people every year. Betzedek services keep families in their homes, secure care for those with physical, developmental, or intellectual disabilities, protect seniors from abuse and real estate fraud, ensure access to safe housing and legal wages, and obtain guardianships for children to stay in safe, stable homes. The Betzedek attorneys and advocates help people of all communities and in generations secure life's necessities. Wherever people are in crisis, 
Betzedek's core services and rapid response programs provide stability and hope. You can learn more about Betzedek at www.betzedek.org or call 323-939-0506. Support Betzedek today, get involved, and if you need legal help and you qualify, reach out. They've got people there to help you. I'm your host, Billy DeClerc. Thanks to our guests, Pia, Jeremy, and Jay, and goodbye.